0: The programme which follows is brought to you by
1: Resonance 104.4 FM. afternoon, you are listening to Isotopica here on Resonance 104.4 FM, my name is Simon Tishko, this is 2016 and I'm very excited to be back with another season of Isotopica here on Resonance 104.4 FM, blah blah blah, this is... Special edition, because being the first of the season, when we were all thinking about time, new year, etc, 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 we started off with an 8-bit version of Ace of Spades, a song I never particularly liked or... but nevertheless have to acknowledge that it plays a certain strange and unusual part in our cultural heritage Lemmy Kilminster died over Christmas of a very aggressive form of brain cancer, can you believe it? Couldn't really make it up that Lemmy went within a matter of days of the diagnosis and why do I bring up Lemmy? Lemmy has a strange part in my history, his voice was very influential on the first ever and the only I believe Hawkwind break out single which was silver machine fronted by the most delicious and wonderful stacia and blew my little teenage mind watching on top of the pops and buying my first afghan coat and thinking just what is a silver machine let me where not to leave um... Psychedelia and the West London kind of. No, he never left West London. What am I talking about? He was very much a part of West London. He used to drink in the Princess Alex, as now known as portobello Gold, where I used to live opposite and pretty much lived in there myself. Lemmy would play the fruit machine endlessly, even way back then in the 70s and the 80s. That's pretty much what Lemmy used to do. Therefore, I thought an 8 bit version of Ace of Spades was particularly appropriate. What do you think? I think it was rather. Good. Anyway, Hawkwind. he left Hawkwind. or Motorhead, once again abandoned, woo, more suited 14-year-old spotty heavy metal boys than the sophisticated West London psychedelic warlord, which I kind of thought I was. Um, but I ended up working with Motorhead on at least two different occasions, one of which was the Bomber Tour way back in knows, probably 79 or 80, and after the Christmas party, I experienced my first and only ever heroin overdose, which was a kind of very interesting talking point, and quite an exciting moment in anyone's life, and one luckily that I kind of stepped back from preferring to stick closer to the psychedelic quint type roots. Mind you, Lemmy was more into special brew and and um, Jack Daniels, I believe. Not my cup of tea at all. But anyway, there you go. Over Christmas, Lemmy carped. Can I say carped during the day? I think I can. Carped being a kind of cockney rock and roll shortening of becoming a carcass, which Lemmy, Lemmy, Lemmy actually has. Sorry about that, Lem. I thought it was a nice way to start the year. What do you think? I thought so too. Anyway, Lemmy was a man out of his time, I thought. A man, uh, kind of a man out of any time anachronistic rock and roll look found its kind of home in Los Angeles where I believe that sort of thing still goes on to a larger or smaller extent and this idea of being out of time, out of place is something we often touch upon here at Isotopica Um, mainly within the context of the notions of hauntology coming on from Derrida's ontology and the notion her, she be or she the culture itself come around in a great big circle and actually kind of got stuck in some timeless loop. And to this end, I watched Terry Gillingham's Brazil over the weekend with good friend Jimmy Fox, and we watched a Blu-ray version of this absolutely amazing weekend of its release on the giant screen in Tottencourt Road way back in 1980, XXX and Jimmy being 14, 15 years old, we kept stopping the film to discuss the things that were coming up. It's an incredibly rich and nuanced movie, but Terry Gilliam's particular dystopian future um, sci-fi noir as it was called, is beautiful. Cartley did in the movie. Um, one of the things that Jimmy kept asking was hang on, is this a movie or is this a documentary? I mean, the terrorism in um, Brazil, very much a of today. The, the posters on the wall are like something from Scarfoot Council. I think you all know Scarfoot and scarfoot.blogspot.com, um, the hauntological site, which is just never-ending, the delights are there. But the posters on the wall in Brazil, made in the 1980s, very much, theme think, Scarborough, which is a town, in an imaginary town, in fact, in the middle of uh, England, that is constantly stuck in a 1970s time warp, obviously. And one of the big posters in this, very much nodding towards George Orwell uh, world that Terry Gillingham created, One of the posters, that is repeated all over the place, this big brother, or really rather fumbling big old uncle brother, really, really not very clever authoritarian regime, a great big sign saying we're all in this together, and I'm sure at some point various Tory party wonks half-watched Brazil, not understanding its nuance and subtlety or its dark message, and thinking, well, that's a good idea. As we find ourselves today, paying for our own surveillance, uh... Interrogations, etc., 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 and of course the cost of access to justice being so expensive now that people are being told to plead guilty to avoid costs. Chris Grayling, what were you thinking? Really, utterly absurd person. There you go. We're back to today's dystopia, the dystopia of 2016 as it is now. Neoliberalism, blah blah blah. Years of Tory government to come. What do I have to think of or what point do I have to bring back to you? if I try to spin round 2016? It's Roy Batty's inception date on Friday. Um, Roy Batty, the main character in Blade Runner, do androids dream of electric sheep, was Sport Life was created on January the 8th, 2016 in the film Blade Runner. So I suggest we'll have a birthday party for Roy Batty. Anyone up for a Batty party on Friday? I think that's the thing we should do. So Blade Runner once again feeds is a much more fluid, futuristic image of uh, where 2016 is heading. Bear in mind that Blade Runner itself was set in 2019. So it's all coming round, it's all twisting in and it's all getting very very mixed up which is kind of the way we like it here on Isotopica. Anyway, the future that we're not having is arriving nonetheless and I should tell you something that's happening at the weekend. Uh, Featured in today's episode are some Lovely wax recordings made with Alex Kukowski and Elo Massing and Dave of Vicious Circus and Elo is one of the creative forces behind the Clapton Ensemble who have an evening of new music presented along with the Morphosis Ensemble and that's at St. Leonard Shoreditch on Saturday the 9th so that's the day after Roy Batty's birthday It's at 7pm um, it features uh, Michelle Agnes, Jean Bage Ruby, Carlos del no Mathieu malandra Rebecca Saunders, Yukiko Watanabe. This will be a sensational evening as every Clapton ensemble event I ever have been to and I did the flyer for it, therefore I'd love it if you all came along. Do you get the impression I'm talking a little bit too much this time? I think I am, but I'm a bit excited having finished the Christmas holiday, finding myself on my feet running forward for an unknown future which may never come. This is me, Simon Tishko, I'm going to step back away from the microphone now and let's continue today's edition of Ice Topic.
2: Say Harry, that that uh, you, they
0: didn't send your children away from home when the baby. No, I never sent away, nobody. There's nowhere to send them to. Mm-hmm. You had to keep them there. If you heard the house? Will they still stop there. We never got sent away, but I don't never remember being well. We went there. Uh, Some them old enough. I mean, I didn't. I was not old enough to not to know about that so much then. You see. I remember two of them being born. I knew the comment, the well and how I didn't know. Not then. I, I mean, I didn't know the comment. they, they used to tell us the talk about the good, but well, 'cause they didn't know any different much till I got older. I how wasn't.
2: old was it before you understood uh, where
0: the babies came? From? Yeah, I, I think I knew. I used, I had also about six. Uh huh. I'd had uh, I'd some funner languages and one thing or another that I went about in the popes, my father. Sometimes he uh, didn't really want him either there, I know. I mean, you know, when you're lying about, there's all sorts of things come out sometimes. So I didn't care. I soon got so I understood that.
2: Uh, did, but your other brothers and sisters didn't understand so young, huh?
0: No, my other brother, I got another brother, god now he's four years younger than me because he didn't know nothing about that at all. He wouldn't know nothing about any of
2: But you found out from the pubs,
0: huh? I yeah, yes. I, I got good memories, remember, like you know, what I heard and things.
2: What did you hear, Harry? That,
0: well, it doesn't that, tell you what I have heard. That, that he-
2: what did you hear, Harry, when, that, that made you understand it the first time? It
0: it's well,
2: very interesting to
0: know. I don't know if I can hardly tell you that, I I, uh, I, I was you. old and I mean... Uh, We're both grown up man. I uh, I was old enough to, to hear these old people talking and then about different things. Of course, uh, I weighed that up. I know, I remember they were having a yarn. there once when out at the pub there. They were talking about uh, how to get boys and get girls. The uh-huh. old bloke he said, you want to be like an old Drake, he said, you got to come off. If you want to get a boy, you got to come off the other side. <laughs> you've seen these old drakes training them. What? Uh-huh. They come off, he said, you got to go off the other side. <laughs> <laughs> is,
2: uh, screwing
0: up. Yeah, I just yeah. sort of get hold of all the ones that get hold of the old duck's neck, you know, and they'd hold the one side. Uh-huh. This old say you want to, If you want to, you wanna google all side, I I won't wear open. when I hit them too about that. <laughs> <laughs> I get, they get come, the of, of come off one. Was that come off one the other? Yeah. And that's how he planned it. Out, you see. Uh huh. <laughs> I I soon comp that.
2: And uh, did did you all hear your mother carrying on and and groaning and moaning? When never she, heard. She must have N- ne- not made any sounds.
0: I never did hear a sound in that way. Never. I didn't know there was anything. They all come into the well and I never did know there was any, any fuss whatever. Is that so? Never.
2: Of course, you all saw uh, all the farm animals be born, I suppose, didn't you?
0: Oh, yes, I've seen everything of that. Yes, I have. I I have had a hand in a mare, seeing after that, and cows. Yes, I've been through that.
2: Even
0: when you were a little boy you probably saw Oh yes, I was very old. Well, yeah, of course that's how we come to gather these things up, you see us little customers. They used to come, uh, come to these old travelling houses, you see, these here farms. Well, of course, if we got a chance to get there ever look we'd be there, and they used to score us out of that, they'd come out of us and whip sometimes. That's how you got the line. one thing and all, you see. They used to come to these farms, because 'cause to be there, you know. You, you have a look through the edge. You've got a when, chance. When
2: they brought the stud around,
0: yeah, you'd get there, and if they knew you were there, they'd come out. They wouldn't. They wouldn't let you see. They let them see anything now, you know. They don't. They don't keep anything from anybody now. Not like we were. Well, they tried to keep children in the dark then, and now they they don't because they even tell them at school when they go about they learn that as they go along we never learn nothing, I mean they try to keep us or uh, that was a bad thing really they try to keep all this here from you, you got through you did learn it yourself No, they learn them. yeah Harry, <laughs> how young was it? How young, how old were you before you learned what a little girl was made of? Well, I don't know. I I like rest restaurant. Not all that old before you said, have a try. <laughs> like these school boys and girls, all oh, that, you know, somehow. Of course, you've never done the good. <laughs> but how, how old were you when you had
2: your first try, do you remember?
0: No, you know, I forget about that. I don't know how old it was. Six or eight? Oh, yeah, I somewhere about seven or eight, I reckon. When we used to, you know, used to play together, get all these girls and play about. The
2: little girls were just as as interested as the boys. Of
0: course they were. I mean, they knew just as much. Did you? Uh, were 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 you?
2: Did you did you feel fond of some of these old girls, even when you were quite young? I mean, were you uh,
0: kind of sweethearts Ye- with some Ye- Yeah, I I I did one. I never I never had her though. She's still living, I believe.
2: What's her name? What was her
0: name? Her name is Hurt. We used to go to school together. Of course, we right to stop, bat, no doubt. that. That dog. What was her What was her first name? Maud. Oh. Maud Hewitt. Is She pretty? Well, fairly. She was a bad gal We just kind of about the together. You know, all our school time that We got till I was eight, about eight, I suppose when we left there. And eight, we went away there. Then of course I lost. You missed her a lot. Though. Oh, she was gone. I never see her anymore. I don't know where I've seen her more to I'd like to just see once more. She's still living. No, she wouldn't know me now. I often think about that. You can't have to think about of things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> things stick in your mind.
2: And what was the next sweetheart after Maud? Uh,
0: I never. Of course we got right out of the line. I never troubled about any on particular, not the more, not, the, not like dropped in the last one Then we got so now, mad. Tell me,
2: uh, you, you sort of played around with little girls when you were around seven or eight and then then did you keep on or did you sort of drop
0: them? Oh yeah, I, I sort of I had to man myself a little what? I had to behave a little different I mean I thought I was trying to get that messed bit up see uh-huh. I mean these they people used to watch you watch you up on that. I mean I wouldn't leave you I mean there's some of them no doubt see us used to have these there games we didn't know who was to look yeah I packed that up then when we went away because I grew up and got them on a lot more strange. I mean we were there some time for a year we're you don't know I had a good time. And so you sort of packed that up. Yeah, a i bet. Uh, give it up. <laughs>
2: and when did you sort of begin to fool around with girls again? About how oh. old were you? you
0: were about 13 or so? Or? No, I, I never troubled them a lot. I didn't go out much. I don't know it wasn't a good thing I kept saying as it did. I no, my father used to say I'll be as well as more, he said oh, i keep saying it as I. He said, don't oh, then i to do it. Yet he, he, uh, he was wrong, for, like all accounts, he reckoned he, he said I haven't done a good bit. He said, I ain't never done half as much as I'd like to have like done then. I wish I'd done much more, he just tell us. <laughs> Did he have any
2: children outside
0: your family, you think? No. No. No, we're all in the in flock, all right. No outside.
2: No, but H- Harry, did you, uh, uh, when did you start again with girls? When you were around 15
0: or so, or when? No, I never, I never traveled on about them. We used to frolic because folks and I never had got mixed in when I all. No The morning, just for, not for years. And I uh, wish I had kept away from then. I think I, I had thought so, I'd been real with oh, all men. he say, keep saying said, you keep the same as said, same as I now you'll be better. Look how he said, I've been muddled through life. <laughs> you must tell me, when, when, did you, when
2: did
0: you get married, Harry? Oh, i have been married about 20, 26 years since I got married. I well got married very young. How did, you, how did you meet, meet your wife? Well, you I, I knew her before. Well, uh, I had some fruit there. She used to come picking, gather fruit. That's how we sort of got more in line. What, yeah.
2: what was
0: her single name, Harry? Her name was Elsie Amos. Was she a blonde? Well, the only girl in the family. Was she a good-looking girl? Well, not too bad. Blonde or
2: blue-eyed?
0: Like, well, no, I don't know. I've seen eyes a minute. I don't take much care of eyes. What color what do you look at in a person's face when you look at them? Well, I, I just see, uh, oh, you know, just how they look, and that's all. Whether good looking or bad looking, thin or sharp or anything else, yeah, that's all I, uh, I study. Mm-hmm. I know, I don't neither take nor the hair yet, oh yes. hmm And do uh, what made you interested in her at first? Do you have? Do you
2: remember what what kind of
0: no, I I don't know. was like other things. You know what it is? What kind of lawyer? That's that's half on. That's what that's what I do a lot in that. Now you get it, that's habits. And then you are about had it then. <laughs> did, you, did you make love to her before you all were married? A bit. Oh. And fight out.
2: Oh so? yes, well
0: you know. A year or more than a year, because I know it was several years.
2: But you all, uh, you all slept together a bit before you got married, did you?
0: When
2: <laughs> I mean, you, you, you laid down with her
0: Oh you yes, you should never. You, that's what you got to. <laughs> You, might try, you want try but you don't know if you know what you got <laughs> was it much trouble to 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 make her hair